This week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's not how you start the show. That's how I've started all the shows. We're going to get some real sponsors one day, y'all. I promise. But until then, <laughs> this week's episode of Here For It Podcast is brought to you by Nene Leak's new album. Okay, please. So, Nene Leak's new album has some singles mm-hmm. and an album title already. It's called When You Got the Coin. Yes. With some hits that are. <sighs> Let them know, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> she said, as, as, well, as well as we go into the studio to drop some beats. What's the one um, that was about Kim's OCX? This ain't Sweetie. <laughs> this ain't Phaedra. I guess so. This ain't is a. And also, we've been waiting on it for a while. Uh-huh. Escape is um, about to be out and popping. But before Escape gets out and popping, Candy Burr's got a couple things that she want to say on her solo album for us. Well, you know, solo albums was the demise of that group, so we need to be careful. <laughs> her singles include I Will Drag You in This Bitch. I'm right now. <sighs> um, Freak Ho, because she did talk about the Freak Ho thing for a while. Is that on the Target exclusive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex Dungeon featuring Portia Williams. This, um, when you pre order on iTunes. And Cash featuring Kim Zosiak. <laughs> Shout out to whoever has been creating these solo albums and the track titles because I've definitely been getting my life. Hashtag here for it. And welcome. And Nene Lee's ain't doing nothing else better right now anyway, so she should definitely be doing this album. You are listening to Here For It Podcast, your weekly um, colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness with me at Ronald Matters. And... I am the Superman, T-H-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, and you can find me on anything you can find in zone. I'm right now, write that down. And this is Here For A Pod. I have to give a special shout out to Kevin Dwayne for having me on the Outline Podcast this week. Um, Dope. I told, well, I talked to him about online dating, like back in the back back days when we had to print out the map quiz directions and go over Trey House because um, Google Maps weren't that advanced yet. My mama still has <laughs> map quiz directions in her visor. And um, when we were on Men For Now and Downlink and what our BGC usernames used to be. When Backpage wasn't uh, <laughs> on yeah. front page news. A shout out to God. But um, check out Kevin Dwayne um, with the Outline Podcast. And also shout out to um, J.D. Watson who left us lots of comments on SoundCloud last week. Thank you so much. He definitely was living for Out on a Limb being the song for yourself. Look at God! Look at God! Um, Wait till you hear this week's song for your soul. Let me uh, know if you agree with this one as well, JD. Um, and shout out to Forever Evolving who tweeted to me on Twitter, hashtag song for your soul, and what about us about Total is a verified bop. So I thought that was cute, hashtag song for your soul, because I never thought about using a hashtag for it, but it was cute. So we're going to keep hashtags on We will definitely soul. hashtag it. Yeah, that was cute. So this month is also, June is Men's Health Month. Okay. And so I want to put out there into the universe that you should go get your prostate exams if you have never had a prostate exam before. The recommended age is 42, but you don't have to wait until you're 42. You can get you a prostate exam now, and I'm giving them out for free. Question, serious question. Like, So I know they recommend you start getting colonoscopies at age 40. Mm-hmm. So do they pass the prostate along the way to the colon? 
Yes. Okay. So, but you, but pros, the the uh, process to get a prostate exam is different than a colonoscopy. Okay. Like a colonoscopy is an instrument, and a prostate exam is a finger or a dick. If, oh, I had one. If of you those. come to my office, this is going to be a dick. That's gross. Icebreaker for this week. Question for you. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, in a given year, bipolar disorder affects how many millions of Americans? Um, there's 330 million, so I would guess 30. 5.7 million Americans are affected by bipolar disorder each year. I could imagine 5.7 million are diagnosed. It's probably more than got bipolar. Um, well, that's and oh, that's also adults because a lot of people are confused about which things that they should write down for children, which are definite signs, definite signs for children. But um, there was a rumor about an at-home test that you could take to diagnose you if you were bipolar. Yeah, there's some online tests that they came can out do. in like 2008. But that it's some test ones only um, tested your your saliva to see if you had the enzymes. There are two specific enzymes that are more common in your saliva. And so the at-home bipolar test was only saying, well, you have these two enzymes, so you're probably at a higher risk. But, of course, the only way that you can know for sure is if you go to your doctor. So, please, if you think you have bipolar disorder and you go from episodes of mania and then down and depressed, you definitely should speak to a doctor about that because it's, prominent in the LGBT community and we want the best for you. And absolutely make sure you're sitting down with a psychiatrist and psychologist because your primary care doctor is not going to be the only one. Amen. So this month is also the anniversary of gay marriage. One year, two years, four years, how many years? Shit, I I don't remember her own anniversary. Fuck. (laughs) So this month, two years ago. Okay, woo, child, marriage still new. Marriage was granted to all of us across the country, no matter right. what state you're in. If you're in Wyoming, if you're in Alabama, if you're in Mississippi, or if you're in Texas, or if you're in New York, you get married. Did you say Tennessee? Because shout out to Tennessee. To the nigga or man or the man. woman wow. that you okay. I I'm I'm using my pronouns. <laughs> um, <laughs> to anyone that you want. Uh-huh. And we need to make sure that we remember those milestones because those milestones were important for us to achieve. And a lot of people fought, died, and got sued and got oh, kicked out of families Became for these martyrs rights. in the court of law. Jail. For these rights. And so we should not be complacent and forget that these rights were hard fought. And now that we got them, I want somebody to um, you know put a ring on it. I wear a size 10. And I wear a size 11. I don't put up with a lot of shit, but I'll put up a little bit. You're going to have to put up with something because relationships are all about compromise. I keep hearing that, and I keep hearing that, and I keep hearing that. Woo. <laughs> compromise. I'm, I'm quoting the great. <laughs> yeah. The, the great. Saying. The great Earth of Kit. Compromise. <laughs> compromise. I don't have to compromise with a man. When she if said, y'all have not looked at that, that Earth of Kit video, <laughs> that interview was. Earth of Kit said, I don't need no. Bitch, he he coming over here to be in this situation. Yeah, I'm not coming over there to be in his situation. So, and she sat there smoking a cigarette with her legs crossed and gave Compr- compromise with a leg cross. <laughs> What's going on in hot topics this week? So this week, the number one hot topic is Trump's administration is unraveling, and we're excited about it. So. I want to caution everyone that impeachment is not going to happen next week. Nope. Sorry about it. It's not going to happen. There'll be a new episode of Here For a Podcast next week, though. Absolutely. Here and every week, because we're here for you. We love you. And um, we should all not be overzealous. We know we want this person gone out of office. 
But it's not going to be next week. It's not going to be next month. Mm. Stay in the fight. But watch, be informed, and know your shit. Do your Googles. Go out and protest. Go out and march. Sign petitions. What happened this week? I became a formal member. Yeah, well, Comey will be testified on Thursday. I became a formal member of HRC. I've been um, supporting HRC financially for like five or six years. Mm -hmm. But I became a formal member of HRC like last week. And so... If you can do anything to support the movement that is resistance, because HRC is definitely resistance at this point, uh, do it. Do it locally. Do it statewide. Do it nationally. But be part of the resistance and don't expect change to come next month. Change is going to come, but we don't know when it's going to be here. But wait for it and do everything that you can to be a part of the change. Amen. That's all the hot topics? That's the biggest hot topic. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know. I'm Shit, everything. The country burning down. That's the hottest topic. Bitch, I'm hot sitting here too. <laughs> I tune in for the hot topics every week, too, because you over the hot topics, so I'd be interested in what's uh, going on. Uh, the other hot topic is we made up a whole word of kafefe. What that is? Nobody knows. What Inclu- that is? Including the whole what president of the United States. What that is? So they fighting on basketball wives. I That's thought Evelyn Lozano was well. supposed to be married to too much money. Uh, now her and Jackie. Wait, why you, is she fighting with Jackie? I'm like, wait, can, married to what her? is what is being married to too much money? What is that? Well, we don't know because we still telling our ring signs over here for a podcast. So, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> such thing as being married to too much money. Anyway, um, so that's also going on in pop culture. Um, Wonder Woman Slade. Amen. And when I say Slade, S L A Y Y Y Y Y E D Slade. You want the bad, huh? Not only did this. Oh, Slayer. The porn when you star use Y with a bunch of Ys, when you say hey with a bunch of Ys, that means you want the dick. <laughs> I thought you were talking about you were referencing Slayer the porn star because Slayer I don't the know porn who star. Is. Oh, it's a straight porn star. Get into it. Chocolatey? Yep. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh huh. Jax, J A X, Slayer. Uh Yeah. I don't want to be like really out in real life. I don't want to be 10 feet near him because 10 feet is actually. I was going to say 10 feet, girl. This is real close. With that, it could pop your sphincter with that. Anyway. Um. So outside of that, those are the real hot topics of the week. So, be a part of the movement. Okay. Now, um, what's going on with sexual health? Because I'm nervous about that too. Because I don't know. <laughs> Why are you nervous? Because you gonna be talking about the girls get raped again. I don't know. Your sexual health be really on point. This is so. gonna be positive. Okay, I'm here for it. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. So when I ask this question, give me a real answer, like off the top of your head. Answer. Okay. So the question this week in sexual health is, can a bottom top a top? Can a bottom top a top? Well, I always believe that the best tops have bottomed before, so they understand what a bottom needs. So yes, a bottom can top a top in that mindset with that theory, I guess. But can he top a top without using his penis? Are you talking about like frat? Nope. That's not top. I'm bad. confused. So <laughs> what? So bottoms experience this when tops don't give a fuck and they just being promiscuous and fucking lots and random niggas and things like that. It happens in a lot of people's lives. So sometimes tops can be insensitive. I've I've heard that before. That's or cold why tops. Should bottom, yeah. Uh-huh. Or cold to bottoms. Uh-huh. 
and you know they won't look at you in your eyes while y'all fucking or he doesn't care what position you really like or he doesn't care if you come or he's not getting you a rag when y'all done or anything like that no, so those are like relationship sex like look at me in who's my eyes. don't be looking at me in my eyes while we uh, uh, well you can yes i'm down sure but like don't be looking at me like love and Passion and oh no, it ain't love. It ain't at- love that they're looking at you with. <laughs> oh, okay. It's definitely not love. I'm like, Ooh. but a lot of a lot of bottoms have said in comments I've seen and have said in person that uh-huh. those are things that they still want, even if it's just a hookup. Okay, but now the tables have turned. Apparently, I have experienced two bottoms that tried to top me. Wow, what does that mean? I don't. So know. they tried to give me the top. Feeling in the top persona. Of, oh, they don't look at you. They don't look at me. You can only hit they, from the they, back. They, they, I can only hit it from the back. <laughs> I couldn't talk back to them when we when I left. They was just yeah, bro. <laughs> no, all right. See you later. The gate code is zero two six. Very, very, and so that's that's when a bottom can try to top a top. Wow. So you've given me the same things that you have gotten as a Shout bottom. Shout out to my sisters. So I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it because when I was experiencing it, I was like, "Wait a minute! Yeah. I don't know this. This yeah. low key might have hurt yeah. my feelings." Update you know that he like kind of. It wasn't like he didn't put me out, but it was like, "All right, cool. Treat him like he treats you, girl." And so I'm excited about the bottom renaissance that's going on right now right. because bottoms are. They've been watching. Wow. Beyonce and Destiny uh-huh. Child videos, and they've had enough. No, it's because we still wait on the Formation World Tour DVD, and we upset. <laughs> this one, can't, ain't gonna be no peace till we, Beyonce put out this damn DVD. Uh, it, it really won't. <laughs> I, and I'm still waiting on it. But the the answer to the question is: I believe bottoms can top tops without using their dicks. Wow. Bottoms topping tops is our sexual health moment. Let me know what you all think. If you are a bottom that can top a top. You can just take the dick, but I don't put him out, and you got whatever you wanted. Even if you get didn't back actually to get the cards and get back to what you was doing, or log on to Grinder or inject while he's there for the next dick that has shown up. Wow, now he didn't satisfy you. Wow. Mm. So that I mean, tops do that as well. So if you come over here and you shit in my bed, mm. wow. Can we move on? Nope, okay. nope, nope. <laughs> oh it's God. real life. Nope, Ooh. nope. So if you come over my here, my sister's gonna do that. Oh. My sisters don't oh, do that. Oh, you want me to tell you which one of your sisters do that? Well, first of all, I'm an only child. <laughs> so, in real life, I'm an only child. So don't oh, okay. But you, you got some sisters out here to do that. But anyway, um, bottoms will, you know, shit places. Uh-huh. They will nut early and not be ready to receive any more dick or say they can't take no more dick or all of those things. And then... If it's a hookup, what is nut early though? Because like, well, this is my first time playing with you, so I don't know that you need forty five minutes. I'm like, oh well, let me get mine because dudes be taking five to seven minutes, and if I ain't got mine, he's still gonna get up and leave. There, there are sure there are dudes like that though. Absolutely, yeah. You should get. You should be starting to get. There was a famous, um, not famous. Mm. So maybe we need to start talking about how long this encounter should last. You should be trying to get. You should be trying to get your nut while I'm trying to get mine. Yes, that's the name of the game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I'm still trying to fit it in you, I'm not trying to get a nut at this point. Okay. I'm not. I'm only trying to get a nut like when I'm like we're actually having sex, but not like, oh well, let me no. So when I'm trying to get a nut and you look at me and like, oh, he's he's about to mm, 
let me let me spit on this a little. The breathing start changing. Yeah, I, you can you can feel when somebody is trying to get a nut. You should be trying to get a nut. Don't be like waiting until he didn't got a nut, and you're like, let me try to catch up. Forty five minutes into this, no, he gonna leave you. <laughs> and he gonna get. He gonna, gonna reach have, the station before you, girl. Yeah, yeah, and then you're gonna be on Jack and Grinder with a wet asshole trying to find somebody else to come over. So don't be that girl. Oh, don't be that girl. There's nothing Hashtag wrong. Hashtag don't be that girl. Hashtag don't be that girl. Find you a song for your soul and sing you a song and go to bed. It's really weird to go from that to religion. Ah! <laughs> oh, religion has a lot to do with that. But continue. But um, the other weekend <clears throat> or so, I was just studying religion because I know that in the Bible, so I've heard that a man got struck down when his semen touched the ground or something. Like you're not supposed to waste semen. Or, yeah. And he got struck by lightning and all Old that. Old Testament realness. <clears throat> um, but in Hindu, their version of quote unquote God, Bhagavan, is beyond gender, and other prof- quote unquote prophets in Hinduism um, are mentioned as being cross gendered, and they talk about one woman who. A person who was born a woman and had gender reassignment surgery and fought in war. Um, so it was just interesting to me that in India, in Hinduism, okay. the religion. All right. So um, that was really interesting to me. And I was also I sent you the link to the Hasidic Jews video mm-hmm. where when a woman has her period that week and the week following, um, the man cannot touch a woman, and they are so particular about it that they have to. Make it everyday policy where like I can't hand you something we don't touch in public or in private, and they boast about how it forces them to build other parts of the relationship like trust and communication um, during those two weeks. And I was like, I wonder could gay men go? No, through? nope, nope. Sorry, I need to trust and communicate I mean, with your ass. <laughs> Not no, I don't want to sit on the couch. But and- that is very empowering. That's very. They can take your relationship a lot of places. I think, well, the the original ideal is archaic. Oh, I can't have sex with you because you're on your period. How many niggas? Well, men, getting struck down by lightning because your semen touched the ground is also. Because we all uh, going to get struck by lightning as much. My vista we watch these days. Okay. Um, but, I mean, the, the, basis, the basis of the argument is archaic. I, I think that you should be able to communicate and do things with your partner non-sexually. That's fine. But the basis being, well, you're on your period, so I don't have no choice right now. And then the week after it. Like, um, <laughs> I've been waiting seven whole nights. Just because your <laughs> pussy bleeding don't mean your throat ain't dry. Whoa. So, the basis of their argument is Ooh. is invalid. I'm going to write that down. Just because your pussy bleeding don't mean <laughs> I know you got Memphis friends Woo! that abide by that literally friends associates. You need to degrade them, degrade right. them. All but right. also, um, in Hasidic Jews, they don't um have TV or social media. Yeah, so. they're very orthodox, like a lot of other older or orthodox. Oprah religion. was interviewing them, and she asked them who Beyonce was, and they was like, "Who?" And I said, "Oh no, this religion ain't for me. Ain't safe. It's not <laughs> yeah, a safe place." I don't know why Oprah should have just left the building. They at didn't that know point. who Oprah was. I wonder why they even did the interview with Oprah. Like, what made them? Like, if y'all don't know who, they probably don't know who Oprah is. They probably also catfish and us just to be like mysterious. We don't know Oprah or Beyonce. Oh. No, the fuck. Yes, you do. Uh oh. So I don't, I don't, I'm not here for that. Side note, I'm not here for it. I'm, I'm not here for Orthodox religion playing a part in 
how you have sex. Thank you guys for leaving us comments on iTunes. Make sure you open your Apple Podcast app, click um, to search for Here for a Podcast, and definitely click the Reviews tab, and then write something real cute and sexy like, and give us five stars, one star if you hate us. We'd love you anyway. Um, but thank you guys for listening to this podcast and supporting the podcast. We just um, got added to Acast and Pocket Cast. I don't know what those things are, but I saw that a lot of people were on there. I was like, oh, well, let's put here for a podcast on it because Acast and Pocket Cast, where if you listen to podcasts, I'm trying to be there. Absolutely. Show your support. So if you like listening to us every week, show us your support. You got a platform or something, share share the channel, share the your favorite episode or something like that. Don't be the only one listening to it and your friends don't know what, you, what we're talking about. So this week... In listener questions. I have a listener question that was submitted to me. Mm, your listener questions always be about sex. Uh, I don't think this is about sex. Really. I was just judging you jokingly, but what is your listener question? And you're not even, <laughs> and you're not even a lawyer. I don't even. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so this week I have, hi Superman, I need some advice. I've never dated and I'm 36. I tried dating last year and I only get profile looks and no responses back. They're in a relationship by deal or other. They mm-hmm. only want to hook up. I'm still a virgin by choice. Ooh. I experienced the same things on Jet. I'm tired of it. I would like it. I would like to find a guy that's into guys. Is this today scene? Is there any advice you can give me? Thank you. You first, because I already have mine together. Um, I was going to say I feel really bad for this person because where culture is right now, especially in this season with it being hot outside, people aren't looking to date, settle down, pick one. Well, you know, we're in summer months. Um, I was watching TV today, and they were saying that men's testosterone levels are higher in summer months. So is it's because the sun is out yeah. longer, and we're more active, and we're doing more things. So... Um, settling down and being committed to one person is just not in the stars or in the sun for you yeah. in this very moment. But come towards September, <laughs> October, Cuffing season, you will have picked two or three of the hookups that you've had, and you can decide to work on a situation with a serious situation with one of those two or three people. So just continue to play for like two or three more months and then when end of August comes around then you can start the thought of dating seriously again that's my recommendation absolutely um and so when they say that about June and early June it's because vitamin D is uh, more uh, uh-huh. available and so when vitamin D is more introduced into your system you get more of it because of the sun uh, you produce more testosterone, you produce more estrogen, and then you say, oh, well, my pussy wet, my dick is hard, let me go. Mm. So oh. that's the scientific aspect of it. The answer to his question is, you are 36 and you're still a virgin. Fix that tomorrow. There is nothing wrong with testing shit out, trying shit out, and figuring out what you like before you settle down with someone. The notion that being a virgin until you're in the most perfect relationship with a husband or wife is very archaic and it's old, it's outdated. Nobody wants to marry a Mm. person that does not know what they're doing sexually. They want you to be able to please them and they want you to be able, they want you to be able to please them and they want to please you. I think this sounds like your um, YouTube video is monogamy dead. I said some of the same things. It sounds very. 
I said some of the same things, but I think that first, um, for this young man's point of view, um, start experimenting with sex before you're yearning to have a full relationship. Relationship, yeah. Because somebody's not going to be in a relationship with you, and this is like the first time that you had sex, typically in gay environments. So, good luck to you, Godspeed, and Here For A Podcast has tried we love to you. give you the best advice that we have. We do love you. Quick question. What are your thoughts about hall passes and relationships? I saw that question, actually. Yeah, it was on the internet. Um, I said what I said. What did you, how you responded? I said what I said, and um, I will echo those in my response on YouTube as well, uh-huh. in um, the threesomes video on his monogamy dead. I don't know about, like, I think that hall passes can happen, but if y'all, to the point of hall passes, you ain't gonna just be able to give, like, one hall pass or two hall passes, because once they done took that hall pass, then they're gonna be thinking about, well, he let me, right, he let me, yeah, he let me, he let me, um, you know, fuck that one person at the gym that I've been waiting to fuck forever, but it's also, like, two of them. One hall pass is going to turn into two hall passes, and two hall passes is going to turn into three hall passes. So y'all need to establish your boundaries and say, okay, once a month, you can fuck off and do things that you want to do if that's going to make you sexually happy, or once every six months, or once every year, or, you know, we all have to establish those boundaries that y'all both are safe and okay with, and stop trying to cookie-cutter mold Fit your relationship to but that's 12 to, bitches in one year that's gonna be the fuck my man I gotta fight 12 bitches out here if they bring you ain't gotta fight him cause like, you gave him permission to do those things oh for, okay cause I'm like for he did them so and also don't be picking them types of bitches don't, cause you know when she come to me I'm gonna have to act up out here yeah so I mean y'all and you gonna have to bail me out of jail so was you fucking her and then bailing me out of jail worth it yeah so it well, depends <laughs> on the booty Um. So y'all have to make those decisions And so in communication for someone to be with you You have to tell them Okay she can't be out here in the community no. like that She no. can't be on she social media She cannot be from the south really. part of town She kind of low key might need to be on a deal And it's a whole bunch of deal bottoms that you could be picking Thank But one of those for you and for your situation That might for be mine. best For somebody else it might not They might say look fuck my friend She available Woo one more listener question. It says, with more and more gays getting married, how do you feel about prenups? As you know, Candy from the Real Housewives has one that states if they get a divorce, he has to move out within a certain amount of time. What are your thoughts? Leave. Get out. It's the end of you and me. Is it that? Yeah. Okay. JoJo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's invited to all the barbecues and picnics. Um, absolutely. So... I mean, it's commonplace in a lot of heterosexual marriages. Why why should we be late to getting on the bus in homosexual marriages and saying, well, I just love him so much, so we don't need a prenup. You know how many other bitches love the nigga so much and they thought they didn't need a prenup and then they needed a prenup? So if y'all can afford a wedding, y'all should be able to afford sitting down with a lawyer and developing a prenup. I mean, if this is just a, a marriage, y'all going to the courthouse and y'all going to have you know a little barbecue at the house after... You know, you ain't got shit to lose. He really ain't got shit to lose. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Nothing wrong with not having a prenup at that point. But if y'all, if you make $150,000 a year, he make $150,000 a year, y'all got a house, a few cars and shit like that, y'all know that business-wise it makes the most sense to be sitting down and doing a prenup. Um, just like anybody else would. So, 
prenups, I think, should be just as commonplace in hetero, in, homo, in homosexual relationships as it is in heterosexual relationships when people have things to lose. Um, Candy made up the um, part of the prenup about he has to get out in a certain amount of time because <clears throat> on Real Housewives of New York, I think it was, it was another Real Housewives franchise. The dude had clearly stated that they were going to divorce. They had found it had been two years, and he was still staying in the the um, Real Housewives girl New York apartment. And it was like, um, sir, it's been two years since we filed. We both have clearly moved on. I can hear you in there screaming every other night. <laughs> um, you need to go. Yikes. But uh, when you abandon the couple's home, then that means he can't ask for it in the divorce. So he probably wanted that New York penthouse that she'd have earned from Bravo in the divorce but he didn't so, but he couldn't abandon the hot the couple's home because then he forfeits rights to it. So Candy was like, um no, the house is mine with my um business child writing on the wall um credit checks. And so you need to go Todd. So she put that in and her platinum prenup. plaques on the wall. <laughs> so Candy put that in the prenup after she saw the other real housewife go through that cuz imagine like some dude in here like smashing some girl and she's screaming, "Oh, oh, daddy, oh, mm. papa!" And you remembering how they used to feel, big papa. And you remember all the times that they got you through after a hard day at work. Child, I'd be the I'd be the walked up in there and put him out and her out, and they wouldn't have to worry about forfeiting the home because they both be in the hallway. Well, I'm Maxine Waters to the bullshit. <laughs> So Maxine Waters she, will gladly tell you. She put you, up her arm and said, "Go away from me with this." <laughs> with this, you an Obama hater, and I'm not here for that. Move out the way. What can I do for you? How can I help you? Move. I'm here to impeach the president. <laughs> she did not have the time. So, um, yes, definitely is no reason to have that nigga at your house still. Two years after they done filed. Yeah, no, get out. Leave. <laughs> Literally, get out. Leave. What are you here for this week? Or what are we moving on to next? We're moving on to songs. I was like, I'm skipping the hashtag. You are. I just proposed. Wow. That's fine. That's fine. I'm here for that. So, I'll give mine first. Mm Mm-hmm. So, my song for my soul. Hashtag. Hashtag song for your soul. If you agree as well. Or if you disagree. If you're like, oh, nigga, what the fuck is that? Hashtag and tell me what the fuck my song for my soul should have been this week. If you brave. Because I'll see this shit. Anyway, um... (laughs) My song for my soul this week is iconic. It is about 20 years old at this point. It's from Carrie Hilson's debut album, In a Perfect World. Who is that? This song is from the most iconic male group. Oh, wow. Shout out to you. Black male group. Because, you know, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, they did something. Um, But this song is I'll Make Love to You. By Boys to Men. Oh, wow. They are a successful male group. I was thinking Black Street because Black Street with Teddy Riley got me through. I agree, but this Teddy is Teddy Riley paved the way. Com- confirmed. Okay, but this, Boys to Men, I'll make love to you. This ain't about them. What is this song about? It's been so I'll, I'll make love to you? Um, it's so. It's about. <laughs> oh, clearly states in the I'll title. make love to you. <laughs> you need to go listen to the song for our soul this week, apparently. Uh, um, I'll make love to you. And this week is my song for my soul because it's an ode to 90s R&B. And we don't have no 90s R&B in 2017 yet. We are in June and ain't nobody released no fucking R&B 
that was like 90s R&B. And I hate to be one of them old heads that be like, can we get back to the old school? Back when I was growing up. Yeah. When you was growing up in the 90s. Yeah. Oh. I hate to be one of them. But in this moment, I'm going to be because I want to hear some fucking 90s R&B. I want a man to be talking to a woman and or a man. And be talking about making love and not skeeting in her nose. <laughs> like that's what no 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 that's Whoa. what that's what R and B is today. R and B R and B today is that little boosted video of him recount recounting how the story he walked in on them dudes. That's he not, was riding that dick. Ain't, no, ain't nothing R and B about little boosted. <laughs> he was riding that dick. And like little boosted kept on saying it. And I'm just like little boosted. So did you just like see it and turn around and run? Like girl, I can't. Oh, it sounded like he just looked. It was like. He was trying to see if the dude's balls were swelling or if the dude's hole was tight. It's like Labusi stood there for a while. That's R and B in twenty seventeen. That's 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 okay. Um, so Trey Songz is doing his best, but he's still talking about fucking the dog shit out of a woman and things of that nature. Not, not looking not, him in the eyes. What and, are the things you said earlier? And not, he's he's he is a bottom topping tops out here in two thousand seventeen when. It was in, in the early 90s. It was tops that was, you know, top and bottoms and, you know, making love to them and, you know, singing and serenading and things like that. And so I'm not saying all R&B music needs to be the same, but can we get like two jams this summer? Like I'll Make Love to You. And that's why I'll Make Love to You by Boyz II Men is the song for my soul. If you ain't heard it. I'm right now. You have done the wrong fucking music thing your whole life. Go download, go I'll listen to Boys to Men. Get that dick I'll make love to you. I don't even have to go through the lyrics because y'all know what the fuck the lyrics is. And your turn. Um another male R and B star, um, in the eighties though, because I'm old, I'm real old school. You play play. Um Keith Washington was really popular in the eighties. <laughs> I think he had a song with Shantae Moore. <laughs> was that her debut single? Keith Washington. <laughs> um the title of the song is I feel like she was solo before she was with Keith. She know. was out before then? Yeah. Well, Keith Washington has a song titled, You Always Gotta Go. Um, Leave! Get out! <laughs> nope, the wrong thing. So, in the, in, the, in the song, he's talking about she's really nice. Everything about her is really lovely. She always, And she always has time for whining and dining. She, she always can set up a good date. She knows where the new restaurant is and what the new movie is going to be. But when it comes time to um, get the job done back at the house, mm-hmm. she always got to go. And he <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I spent one hundred fifty dollars on this dinner, young lady. You you gotta come over here and put a little bit of the pussy on me. What are you talking about? What the fuck is? What do you mean? So he wants to know what's going on in the relationship. He's like, girl, I'm out here swiping my American Express. I done put one hundred fifty dollars on my Capital One, and it wasn't even a pay week. But um, I have to pay the make within the thirty days because I don't want the interest. So you have to come over here and do something. <laughs> maybe she's um, maybe she's an Orthodox uh, Jew, and she, she she's was on a her, Hasidic Jew. She's a Hasidic Orthodox Jew, and she was on her period, and she got to call him back in two weeks. Is okay. that what that song was about? And but, it could be a long two weeks, and so you could write a song in two weeks. But Keith Washington, you always G O T T A. I was like, oh, you better spell it the getaway in, in the eighties. You always got to go check out this song. It's really, it's really cute how he's he's cherishing her and admiring her, but then. It like the bridge, she gets to the point. He gets like, but you always gotta go, and I need to answer why, girl. <laughs> Call me back because they ain't gonna text messaging. You cute, but I'm still trying to figure out why you didn't give up no pussy. <laughs> so that's <laughs> man down. Oh, here for it. This week, I am actually here for something. 
I said it. I'm before. here for something too. I'm so excited. Oh fuck. We were supposed to be. be and then I be the goddamn same thing. Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, this week I am here for the glow up of the one and only, the infamous, the trap awarded, trap successful, Gucci Mane. What happened? Gucci Mane put out this picture. I'm about to show you. Because oh, <laughs> this is um, a uh, visual podcast. Come on, visual. Come on. Visual album. So, first off, he put, oh, he put wow. out the picture and then Rihanna uh, reposted the picture and then put and made it a meme. So, that's how... <laughs> Shout out to Bad Girl first off, Right. So, that's how much of a glow Gucci Mane had that Rihanna looked at a picture and then made your picture a meme what on her journey. Show. All right. Yeah. So, this is Gucci Mane in 2007. This is Gucci Mane in 2017. Oh, Gucci Mane got like some real man boobs. Those are cute. Uh-huh. They pecs out here. A, a full, nice beard with some new mm-hmm. gold chains that look real gold. I don't know what the, what color those was. But the, the meme is captioned, if you can't handle me in my 2007 Gucci Mane, you don't deserve me in my 2017 Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane did glow up for real. Okay. So, um, cute. 186,000 likes. Shout out to At the time, you know, it's Brianna, so it's probably a million and seven now. Oh, wow. But um, I'm here for Gucci Mane's glow up. Gucci Mane was drinking lean, eating McDonald's, ain't seen the treadmill in his whole life when Gucci Mane first came out. And then after Stopping Gucci Mane came. Daily when he left the studio. Roughly. Um, and now Gucci Mane is out of jail and on a real diet. They got some nice tattoos, some real gold. And he works out three or four times a week and grew his beard out for summer seventeen and I'm here for it. Um, and one of those songs he put out recently, I I get the number wrong, but he said he gave his girl three million for sticking around. And I was like, Bitch, imagine being down with a dude that was in jail when he got out, like your bank account balance just like immaculately changed. These okay. girls out here staying down. For a decade almost, and they're not getting the same amount when um, they get out of jail. So shout out to no Keisha Kaior, <laughs> whatever her name is. I don't know what her name is, but she's a cute girl. She hosts um, at all the clubs. She an Instagram model like the rest. Of I think she's a rapper. I know she has a <laughs> lipstick line now. And I'm like, I don't know what she does. But resumes, <laughs> accolades, girl. She got all of sure, it. She do everything. So this week. Um, when we were in the car, you remember how I felt in the car after this happened, and I told you I was going through this emotion. But I am totally after I saw a dog. No, I'm here for it because it works. Y'all have successfully shamed me into not sharing my HIV test results in public. Um, I got tested during DC Pride, um, and so I was really excited. You know, I had spent all this time making sure that if I did have sex, we wore condoms. You know, you jack off instead of um, calling him over the dude who you know sleeps around and all this stuff. But I was forced back into the closet about my test results, and I felt horrible because everybody, I felt like everybody would say that I was shaming people who have HIV. And I was just like, Martel, I really want to share my status somewhere on the internet. You know, I got tested at Pride in public. And my result came back, Nick, the ooh, the nervousness of doing that. And just, I was like, I can't even, like, post this or share this anywhere. And I've worked so hard for this. But I, I want to be celebrated for doing the right thing. And, like, you know, I just, I just felt so shamed. So I just want to thank y'all so much for um, publicly. I want to thank y'all publicly for making me feel ashamed about sharing my HIV test results. Even though I have videos on YouTube where I take the at-home test and I've always shared when I get tested in public. For some reason, this time, 
after I got tested, I was sitting in the car on the way back from Pride. I was like, I'm not even comfortable sharing my own status. Mm-hmm. And I just want to thank y'all for um, making me feel ashamed to share my HIV status on the internet. So here's a question. Here's a question that you can ask yourself: Is if you had done all that hard work of making niggas put on condoms and doing the right thing, I keep condoms, yeah, lots of them, because you're not currently on prep. Nope, not on prep like you are. I am, but you've done the hard work and making the hard decision of. Because you know what raw dick feel like in great, amazing, uh, outstanding. But you would rather them put on condoms because you want to be safe and you don't want to mm-hmm. be HIV positive. And your journey has led to you being HIV negative. Mm-hmm. That is a celebration for you in this moment. Mm-hmm. Could you be celebrating the same moment if you had done all of that and had become HIV positive? So had the test result been mm-hmm. positive, would you have wanted to put that positive result on the internet? Um, not immediately because not no because I would still be processing the feelings. Mm-hmm. But I live my life in front of everybody all the time anyway, and so I would definitely um, end up talking about my status and me taking my pills and my struggles with having to have three forms of ID in order to get on the Ryan White program or and um, being a metro taker here in DC. Um, how many hours it takes to get from my doctor's appointment to my pharmacist to get my meds. And that's the, that's the, same, those are that's the same struggle of everyone in Georgia everyone, right now on the Ryan White program. A lot of people have this struggle. Now, imagine being in a rural town in Mississippi and they didn't vote to expand Medicaid um, when Obamacare came around and offered them like millions of dollars to mm-hmm. give people access to things. So, I mean, imagine the struggle of that. So I would not have shared it at that time, but I would end up talking about my situation, being HIV positive. And only, I personally would. Right. And I only ask that question because that's what the deniers, that's their point of view. That's what they... Because no one has done that. I, yeah. I've never seen anyone do that. Apparently a whole bunch of deniers also have never seen anyone do that. Yeah. So when people want to have a celebration about them being HIV negative... Mm-hmm. We also need to be juxtaposed with people that are having a celebration of, well, I found out that I'm HIV positive today and I caught it and I'm able to get on medication mm. and I'm able to, uh, you know, know my status from here on out so I can educate other people that I'm having sex with that I, right Well, now, once I get educated, because I just found out I was positive, so I've got to get the education first. Well, yeah, that too, <laughs> if you don't have an education on yeah. HIV at that point. But... That is that that's the sh- that should still be a celebration because you know something now. Yeah. Because if you didn't know that you were HIV positive for six months, you've just been HIV positive for six months yeah, and didn't I know it. And, it wide open, and that and also not on medication. But now that I know that I'm HIV positive today, I can get on medication tomorrow that's gonna save my life for the next year. Well, you can get on medication within like that week because don't they have to find out what your CD4 count is well, and you which strain of the virus you still have to go do more blood and work and, and panels and sit down with an things. ID doctor and an infectious disease yeah. doctor so I mean it's, it's but that's still a that's yeah. still a, a a journey that a lot of people ain't making because those people are dying because they don't figure out that they are HIV positive yeah. and they're not getting tested so the journey that they're not making is something that you are making and that you are celebrating that's very depressing. It's not depressing. I mean, I don't know. But it's that's just... that's the point. And that's the point in why people should say, I got diagnosed HIV positive today. Yes, it's a little embar- embarrassing, but 
Shit, y'all know shit. There's like forty five to forty seven thousand new cases in America four, every year. Absolutely, forty of y'all niggas fucked me raw. So y'all know that I've been doing shit out here reckless. <laughs> but so no, one no of my friends became HIV positive, first person he ever slept with. So there was. I, I'm I'm not I'm not really, making I'm not making oh. HIV positive a slut thing because oh, it could very no. well be yeah. just a transfusion thing. It could very well be this is the first lover of my life, and mm-hmm. you still made the same mistake as someone that. Fucked 40 people raw. You still made this exact same mistake, so there's no differentiating that. But it's it's not it's not the fact of how you got it, it's the fact of you figured it out and you are going to do the right things going forward to make sure that you are here on the planet a little bit longer. Because there are a lot of people that aren't doing those same right things to figure those things out and are gone tomorrow. And somebody got to tell everybody at the funeral service that you died of the flu. It's time for last calls so we can move on to happier trails. Woo! <laughs> last call time. <laughs> Woo! Shout out to this Bombay Gin. Woo! Um, my last call this week, I'm so glad um, that I went to Target and bought pots this week. You know, when you relocate to somewhere and you're like, well, girl, I don't want to get no broom and dustpan and I don't want to order no couch and bedroom set because if I don't like it, if it don't work out, then, you know, like, uh, well, I don't have to resell all this stuff. I just had to resell from where I came to go back. So this weekend was really big for me personally, mentally, because now I have pots. I have my stuff is mostly furnished and. Everything that I have is here in D.C. And so I left Memphis six, seven, eight months ago. And I am officially loving D.C. I have a great job making more than a lot should allow. And, you know, like everything that I have is here in D.C. And I'm making a home for it. And so definitely buying pots this weekend was like one of the final things. It's been really expensive to eat out. Pause. Um, mm. <laughs> for the last six to eight months, but now that I have pots and pans, I live here, I eat here, um, I pay bills here, and my move to DC is like solidified. So I'm really excited that I bought pots this week and just so excited because it, I've waited so long for that moment. Absolutely, you and I'm just tell other people that may be in your previous circumstances why they should be making the same move and doing things and chasing. Well, their I try to encourage them, but you know, people be like. They have their own journey, so I can support them through their journey and tell them that it works for me. But I, that's all I can do. But that's my um, ooh, Jean um, gave me perfect. That's my last call. I really love DC. So my last call this week is to <clears throat> all the cyclists What's and bicycle. You don't know what a cyclist is? It sounds like a period, but I was like, what? that's a cycle. <laughs> Uh, a cyclist are people that ride bikes to uh-huh. get to places. Oh, okay. So my last call this week is to all the cyclists that I did not kill in the last six months because you ain't helped me, and I was really close to killing you on the road. Um, yeah, DC has a lot of I, cyclists. <laughs> I, I drive a, a rather large car, and y'all think that y'all are cars as well, and you're not. And so when I hit you with my car... You're not gonna feel the same pain. But Cadillacs are have quality builds though, so if they hit your Cadillac, you your car won't have like a big dent, will it? That's fine. And you know how I'm gonna feel the next morning? <laughs> Great. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna be able to stretch my arms. I'm gonna be able to stretch my legs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be able to twirl my neck. Chanel blue. I'll if I want go to, to work. Mm-hmm. If I want to. 
I might have a bill coming. I might have a lawsuit coming. But I'm going to feel stupendous. Christine. If I hit you with my car and you are on a bicycle, tomorrow mm-hmm. you're not going to feel the same way. Oh. Uh-huh. So my last call is to all the ones that I did not hit. Because some of y'all tried it. Some of y'all tried it a lot. And I was able to dodge you. I was able to move over into the next lane. Uh-huh. And I was not able to hit you. And so I'm here for the green environment of, you know, wanting less emissions and less gases in the world. But get your bicycle ass out the goddamn way. So that way I can still be here for you. And you can be my last call in weeks to come. <laughs> because I would hate to it's hit so you. Petty. I would hate to hit you <laughs> and then tell you that I'm not here for you next week. So petty. So this week I'm I'm here for you. Uh, you're on my last call. All the ones that I didn't hit. So get your ass off the goddamn way of trucks, cars, and anything bigger than you. Get on the fucking sidewalk if you need to. Thank you. Ooh, um, thank you guys for listening to here for a podcast and my petty co-host at the Superman and me, Ronald Matters. Don't forget this month is Pride Month. Celebrate, live out loud. Um, Don't let these terrorists still fuck with you. Have a long way to go. Betsy DeVos is still sitting up here talking about she will allow people to discriminate against schools who receive federal funds. Down in Texas, the governor is considering calling a revote, a special summer session, to decide if trans kids should have rights to bathrooms. Like, why are we still arguing about this? Y'all voted down once, and y'all went to the house. He's like, well, girl, I want to pay um, travel, airfare, lodging, and all the things. I need y'all to come back and vote on this. No, we don't. We Go to equalitytexas.org. We all know somebody live in Dallas <laughs> or Houston. Tell your friends that live in Texas that no, we don't need to call a special summer session and waste all those tax dollars to vote again on should trans kids have right to education and bathrooms. This shit is so fucking stupid. Pride Month still has importance and it's not just a circuit party. We still have things going on. Yes, go out and support Pride. Don't be scared of shit. Go out there and wear your colors or wear nothing. And be prideful. That's the meaning of actual pride. And shout out to that couple in Bermuda that you know or that you talked to or that you met. Because gay marriage just passed in Bermuda. Their lawsuit, they won their lawsuit. Um, and also shout out to Taiwan for being the first Asian, is it a country? To mm-hmm. um, The first Asian country it's a country, to but China don't believe that it's a country. marriage. Oh yeah, because we don't... T- Trump got in trouble for recognizing Taiwan. Taiwan is a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Pride Month is important. We still have things to do. We still have places to get to. So remember those things in addition to um, the club going to be $40 yeah. to get in this week. You got three weeks to make it out. Make it out. Be cute. Be prideful. Be out. Make people mad. Thank you for listening to Here For It Podcast. Follow us online at Here For It Pod. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Beyonce could never hit these vocals.